everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, Disneyland Paris and their annual sales are causing havoc. And Disney has released its three reasons to be excited for Walt Disney World this summer. Yes, it's Disneyland Paris's annual pass sales. Not their annual sales. <laughs> Although, they may be related. So, yeah, this is an interesting story. It's a familiar trend. We've heard at other parks. Apparently, Disneyland Paris has paused the sale of annual passes. And in their place, they're expected to be bringing out something new and different. Some new, different annual pass system. So, I don't know. You know, it started at Disneyland Resort, and then they brought them back, and then they shut them down again. And Walt Disney World, as we all know, stopped their annual pass sales during COVID. And then they never really brought them. Well, they brought them back again for a super short time, the new ones. But they were barely on sale for very long. And then they shut them down again. And they have not been on sale. I don't even know how long. All I remember is uh, late. Almost two years now. Late last year, it was, okay, they're going to be coming back in the fall of 2022. Didn't come back. Okay, it's going to be spring of this year, 2023. Well, it's now April. Still nothing. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think that they're going to pull a Genie Plus and create a completely new system that's going to cost more money and be worse and be a mess. And if you have an annual pass, you get to keep that grandfathered out. But everyone else, you're kind of out of luck, which is a little bit frustrating. But you have to admit, it is the current trend in what Disney has been doing. Yeah, we did not renew ours because of COVID, because we travel, and then now we're part of the many group of many people who just can't get one. And, you know, a couple of interesting notes. We were just there a couple of weeks ago, of course, at Walt Disney World, and <laughs> I made the mistake a couple of times at the gate of walking to the annual pass line. You know, they have a special designated line, and Amelia said, hey, that's the pass line. I did it at least twice. Yeah. But here's what I'm thinking about. There was nobody in those lines, like they were, nobody. They were really, especially at early morning entry, there was no one there. So, it was an empty and line. normally, because we were pass holders, we go every March since 1972, six months after it opened. I've been there every single March except for two. And there's always a line. There had always been like a line of some sort at the annual pass holders entrance. Now there is none. And this got me thinking. I don't think they are at capacity for annual passes at all. I just think... How could they possibly be at capacity yeah. for annual passes? Well, that's sort of what There's we no thought. Way. Oh, they reached capacity, so they stopped selling them. I just no. don't think they want to sell them because of suckers like us. <laughs> like, look at it. I just did the math. We spent... That's what I'm saying. Like, we probably spent more money... Almost three times now. We would have spent more money than if we just kept renewing it, even when we weren't going, yeah. I think, at yeah. this point. Yes, and that, Disney, that is correct. And Disney's not stupid. They know that. And people that buy annual passes are probably not just going to stop going now. Because we have to buy seven or eight day passes for the whole family every time we go. It's super expensive. So in 2022, and this year again will be the same, we're going to spend approximately three times. And we bought the what is now the Increda Pass. So 1400 US each we're paying for a pass. We're paying three times that much now to get in the parks. So it's working obviously, but we are spending less because I am not spending exorbitant prices on Genie Plus because we did far better as we talked last episode mm -hmm. without it. And also because they're already tapping us for money elsewhere. Yeah. So 
I don't think the passes are at capacity at all. I think Disney's just saying we're making way more money yeah. not selling them. So they're not selling And them. I think that's why Disney's selling them to Florida residents because those are the people that aren't going to just keep spending like a hundred and whatever dollars a day. So they sell the pass to them. Yeah, and that's because, partially, I think, goodwill. Do like, yeah. I think they're just, they have to, you know, a sort of goodwill that they're doing the Florida passes. Yeah. And well, you're right. That's why they can, because they've got lots of capacity to sell passes. I would like a goodwill DVC pass, please. Disney, if you're listening, yeah. let's extend the goodwill beyond so, the state borders. Apparently now this is happening at Disneyland Paris because they're realizing we don't need to sell. Essentially, we don't need to sell annual passes at well, all. Well, they have eight euro popcorn. So I think their sales at Disneyland Paris are doing just fine. But Eight euro. I thought you said eight year old popcorn, like I a mean, fine wine. I mean, what do I know? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. they, maybe, maybe they're aging is. popcorn. Who knows? It is colored. So maybe that's how they. <laughs> anyway, so Disneyland Paris now joining the parade. And we did want to bring up the fact that, yeah, the annual pass lines during spring break. And we go at the same time every year, like I said. So it's busy. But usually the pass line is a line. And this time it's basically empty, you know, maybe mm. one or two people, but nobody at it. Which, yeah. And that was early which entry. Is very interesting. That was early entry, right? So there was a ton of people waiting to get in. Not as bad as the old rope drop, but still the pass line yeah. was empty. And I understand that if you're staying at a resort, maybe you don't have an annual pass, but but still it really shouldn't have been that well, empty. Well, it used to be, right? I'm, we're comparing apples yeah. to apples. We're comparing exactly the same thing from past years. So... Anyway, just something to bear in mind that, you know, we're all mm. sitting here waiting for annual passes, but they may never show up. That's what I'm saying. Which is weird because it's a very common business plan. So I think that Disney has something else cooking. Well, remember years ago, my I had a theory when Disneyland did it that they're going to sell credits instead, which I still think they should do. If you don't want to sell a sort of carte blanche annual pass, then let me buy credits, almost like DVC points is how I think about it. So that we could still come out ahead. Like, let's say we got, a, a whatever, a thousand credits and it costs more to enter a park on those credits in March and less in August. Then you buy a thousand credits or 1500 credits or whatever you want up to a maximum. And then you can spend those against park entry instead of a pass where you can go every single day of the year. You still can't go every single, well, I guess you could, <laughs> but at some point the credits would become the cost. But they could make it so that people who go three or four weeks a year, like DVC members or yeah. people like that, who really should have some access to passes, in my opinion, yeah. then they can do it that way. Anyway, there's and, other ways they can do it beyond just a carte yeah. blanche pass. Well, see, I'm just sitting here thinking that sounds ridiculous and overcomplicated, but Disney's probably sitting here like, yes, let's do that because that's the current trend. So that's completely plausible for something Disney might do. I just want anything, and I'm curious to know if Disney has literally anything going on behind the scenes, because I have to imagine they must, even if it's a way to get themselves more money. Yeah, they're they, always talking about stuff. They have you to know do something's something. going on in the boardrooms. <laughs> well, especially if they're making decisions about Paris annual passes, clearly it's a topic of discussion. So Yeah, that's a good point. I want to know what's coming on. And maybe they'll world. test it there first, right? It can be a test playground. That's, that's very degree. true. Anyway, that's the interesting, not official Disney news, but newsworthy enough. And we want to talk about our experience with those pass lines being empty or virtually empty. So, yeah. you know, a couple of people, obviously, but not like it used to be. It used to be a line. Anyway. Yeah. So I guess if you have an annual pass, definitely make use of those lines because you are getting in a whole lot faster. And then the only real official Disney news this week, which is sort of interesting, has to do with Disney Cruise Line. They are going to have one of their brand new, not yet launched ships dock 
permanently, or at least for five years, in Southeast Asia in Singapore. Yeah, which is really interesting because they don't have a Disney there. And I wasn't aware of a massive Disney fan base, but I mean, I could be wrong. And then it said, you know, I said to Amelia, wait, because, you know, when we do this show, obviously, I'm the one who is the stats nerd. So I love looking at our stats and data. Amelia just shows up to the show (laughs) with her brilliant knowledge. But I love to look at the stats. And almost since the very beginning of this show, of course, we have listeners. Thank you to all of you in well over 50 countries around the world. But shockingly to me for years until I read this was... Our number five most popular country Singapore, is Singapore. And now I get it. <laughs> so hello, Singapore listeners. Thank you for listening. And you are being rewarded with a Disney cruise ship being docked in your port. Yeah, of course, we have Canada, the US, UK are sort of our top three. And then Germany's up there, Australia, France, those countries where... We well, sort of English is one of the national languages of Singapore. Yeah. So. So, oh, is that? See, yeah. I did not know that. But Singapore has me, but. continually held our number five most popular spot. And then I see Disney, uh, you know, porting a ship in Singapore. So it makes sense to me. There is a big Disney following there that I just wasn't aware of. But I became aware of it through our show and the listeners we have in Singapore. So another shout out to all you in Singapore and everywhere. But Singapore in particular, because you're in the news this week as far as Disney goes. And they didn't say much about the ship. They just said that it will start in 2025 and will be for at least five years. So that's great. It opens up Disney Cruise Line to a whole new geographic section of the globe. And don't worry, because they also promised you would get an innovative Disney experience. Yeah, they don't say what that means. So we'll see if it's something different and maybe, you know, sort of regional. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And we don't even know which ship it is. Could be that one they sort of took over recently that was half built. We'll have to see. I'm excited. Yeah, that's interesting just to follow along. I like when they do cool new things. Yeah. And then, you know, we're sort of making fun of this, but we're going to put Amelia on the spot here. So because it was a light news for Disney this week, they released their three amazing reasons to be excited to go to Walt Disney World this summer. (laughs) And their three reasons were... Well, the first one, I guess, is valid. There are There is a 25% off limited time offer. It could be probably sold out or near sold out, which happens. So when you see these offers, they're not wide open forever. There's a certain number of rooms at those rates, and they can sell out. But they do have a 25% off summer savings deal right now, so that's good. Then they have early morning entry, which we talked about last week, and late night mm-hmm. hours for deluxe resorts and villas, which mm-hmm. we also talked about. And you may be thinking, weren't we there in the winter and near spring, and they're talking about summer? Why, yes. Yes, we were. <laughs> and then, of course, the third reason, their third big reason is you get free parking at the hotel, which they did bring back recently. They took it away and brought it back. But Again. are those really, I'm going to Disney World this summer because I get free parking. So I just found it sort of humorous. We're ending a little bit of a light note that, you know, 25% off, definitely valid. Yeah. So the Tron should be in here for goodness sake. I know. Tron and even happily coming back. Yeah, happily ever after. Tron Guardians. Those should be three reasons to be excited. Not things that have been going on since the winter time. Like overnight parking, exclusive morning and late. These are not new. Yeah. So it's sort of funny that uh, I would have personally, if I were Disney's promo people and was creating this list, this essentially goes to travel advisors so that they can, you know, put it on their blogs and things. Then I would be talking about Tron. I definitely would throw in Tron. Rodeo Roundup. 
Yeah, I mean, exactly. new, there's new dining, there's new rides. Like a ton of stuff just yeah. opened late March, early April that they should really be throwing in there because that's past a lot of people's March breaks. So you want to push it. You missed it. Great. Come see it in summer. That's what you want to push. Not things that they already just saw last so week. So here we are doing <laughs> We're doing their work for them. These things are all good. It's all good stuff. But Disney, yeah. I'm not getting excited to go to Disney World yeah. because it's not wrong. You can experience this in the summer. If I stay on site. Yeah. If you give... If you give them extra money to stay in their hotels, you might make some of that back with free parking. And just for the record, it is free parking at your resort and at the parks, which is always yeah. nice. No, I it's mean, good. I'm, yeah, it's a good perk. I'm glad that they brought it back. I'm just yeah, saying. that was I, one that Iger corrected, <laughs> that JPEG took away and Bob brought back. Well, at the very least, they could be like free transportation. Why that? Well, they I mean, did. Just, they just did, throw huh? that up in there also. It was, actually. Oh. It was... <laughs> It was in the okay. same paragraph as free parking. Oh, of, so, of course it was. So they did have that in there, technically. I mean, it is a good money saver if you're staying on site because the hotels are more expensive. You do get benefits, but like, you've got a ton of stuff going on. Like, pick some of it and slap it in the news. So, store. in our view, the reason to get excited is Tron, new dining, because I've heard there's always uh, a reason to get excited. Early good things about the new restaurant in Toy yeah. Story Land, and uh, you know, there's other stuff. There's of course food and wine. I mean, come on, food and wine festival. Yeah, That's also in the summer. So I would not have this list personally. Definitely go in the summer. We always do. We'll be there in, in uh, August this time or this year. Yeah. bring back annual passes and yes. slap that on there. Bring back. Or if some you need sort another of, reason. Some sort of something for, you know, it doesn't have to be daily visits. It's for the travelers, DBC member types. Those of us, even if you're not DBC, who go frequently. Yeah, or even you know, if you don't want to do blackout dates, say like you get this many dates use whenever you want or something well, like that. Well, that's sort of what I was getting at yeah. with the points approach. Just, just like DVC, like D Disney Vacation Club rooms, if you're not a member, they cost more. So we buy a certain number of points. You can buy whatever you want. And Christmas rooms cost more and March rooms cost more than yeah. July and August rooms cost. So they could do, they could exactly mirror it. They already have the system. Just, just do take DVC something. And, yeah, and apply it to the parks. Yeah. Wouldn't be that hard. It's a little, you know, you get the hang of it. It's well, not as complicated. Up Genie Plus individual yeah. lightning lanes. It's way surge pricing. They could they could certainly come up with a solution it's for annual pass. It's much easier to understand than that. You just look at how many points you have. They have a points chart. It they have the same thing for pricing of rooms. Hotel rooms cost more at those times of year and less at other times of year. And even park tickets already cost more. It is surge pricing exactly. sort of. But they'd have to have an annual thing they stick to. But they have enough data after 50 years to know. Someone, anyway, yeah. hopefully something something gives us some sort of break for being frequent visitors. Because someone in the Disney boardrooms has spent too much time doing brain teasers. That's right. All right, everyone. That is the news for this week. Some real, some not as real, and some speculation. A good mix in the show this week here. Thanks again for listening. Follow along and share your comments of any kinds. Agree, disagree. We don't care. We'd love to hear it at 1923 Main Street on social media. And we will see you again next week. Have a magical day. Bye-bye.